live from the internet, it's the Local Host Podcast with Mark Drew and Rob Dudley. Hello from the internet. In this episode, we're still at CF Camp. this is day two, immediately right, well, just after the, uh, the end of the CF Camp event, and I'm here with Rob Dudley, and we're going to be discussing the conference in this episode. In fact, we're not in the conference anymore, we're actually outside in the Airbrow, which is a local pub. For those who so, don't know Munich Airport and the Municon, uh, basically there is a, a huge open-air bar that forms part of the square, uh, kind of uh, by the Terminal 2 of the airport. Um, we are actually drinking Airbrow's own brewed beer. Yep, and we, we're, we're drinking it by the litre. By the litre, <laughs> and we are going to do weights as we're drinking. Yeah, this is a workout. Um, but Cheers. much needed after what has been a fairly amazing two days of content. Yeah, it's been great content. I mean, this is your first time at Shift Camp, isn't it? Ah. Yes, it is. And that's a really good cue for me to not drink my beer when you're asking me questions. Yeah, so this is my first time at CF Camp, my first time in Munich. Um, oh, right, okay. Load of firsts, to be honest. So. Okay, cool. And it's been quite a few years that we've seen each other. So it's like the first time that we've been recording. Well, it's not the first time. We recorded last night, but like in person. So this is, yeah, this is quite a big difference. So we don't, we're not going to be talking about the noise outside because, dear listeners, you can probably hear that we are outside and... And, and, and recording so we don't have the builder issue that we had last time or the no but we may have planes landing yeah um, that's true which and, is much you know. more exciting <laughs> so yeah so um, what do you think of the conference what, what do you think of CF Camp I think as the the format um, I mean just for, for those who don't know um, CF Camp is large in Cold Fusion conference terms well it's, 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 it's in European kind of, Cold Fusion terms yeah, yeah. It's, it's still pretty boutique, so how many attendees did we have? Um, just over 100, I think. Yeah, something like 160. I haven't got the final details. Yeah, so that, that tells you a lot about the kind of atmosphere that you can expect. It's quite intimate. Yeah. Um, that said, two tracks, a ton of amazing content. Right, right. Really good to reconnect with some people from um, you know, previous other conferences, uh, European CFML conferences that shall remain nameless. <laughs> may they rest in peace. Yeah, may they rest in peace. Um, uh, and yeah, it's that combination of, I suppose, the uh, the European crowd, mm-hmm. um, you know, slightly more diverse, I think, potentially. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. But still, everything that I remembered from my days going to other conferences, it, and a lot of, I can't get over it, the quality <laughs> and level of the content the organization of the actual event itself which as we've said before is no small amount of work yeah um everything the quality of the catering it's right been amazing. Oh, oh the bretzels man this is the only reason i come here well no it's not the only reason but the main reason i actually come uh, to this conference is the beautiful salty pretzels they have in the and the never-ending tray of in the never-ending as well and the ice cream machine an okay cream so we have to say this how many conferences have you been at that they have an ice cream machine. Uh, this is a first for me. Yeah, well, yeah. the first one for me. Uh, quite a lewd ice cream machine with like two massive cups that open up and uh, dispense a white gooey goodness. But it was it was delicious. It was fantastic. Yeah, there was definitely a vibe of the memory about it. <laughs> yeah. But hey. Hey. Yeah. 
it had delicious ice cream it in it. It's utterly delicious. It's utterly delicious. Uh, food was good, um, which is always a thing. I've noticed that, especially in American conferences, they all complain about the food, right? Uh, for some reason, well, this has food been, food's really been great. At American conferences. Yeah, I guess so. Um, this one, the food was great. You had table service. You had loads of nice desserts. Um, and a cocktail bar at the end of day one. Which I mean, that day day one, standard kind of day one party, everybody gets together for a drink. Um, and yeah, the um, organizers organizer had laid on a cocktail bar. And hot dogs. And hot dogs. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, the guy making the cocktails was not shy with the spirits. <laughs> yeah, I, I think his measurements he are was very imperial. Like, yeah, quad <laughs> measures half... At one point, I had a gin and tonic that was probably about 90% gin. And that's how you mix them, right? Isn't it? Um, Isn't it? I went a little bit too far the other way. Uh, he had yeah. a heavy wrist, let's, let's say. Yeah, very, very heavy <laughs> wrist. But, but um, that's what you want in yeah. a conference, right? Everyone was having fun. I think I've... Uh, that's what has a feeling is anything goes in this conference and, and it's so friendly. There's... Uh, I've always felt like everyone's like going to be very, very friendly here. Um, and yeah, it's good fun. I mean, what else can you say about, about a conference? It, it takes all the boxes. I mean, we had a whole episode about what to do right in a conference and what to do wrong in a conference. And I think this has ticked all the right boxes. Yeah, I mean... So you should come next year. You know, things like, for example, the, the case in point that we made, uh, my swag bag had got like a mini Raspberry Pi thing in oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm waiting to play with that. Yeah, I've got no idea what it does. Um, but, you know, top quality swag, top quality vendors. To be honest, the vendor yeah. room was small but perfectly formed. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, they have the genius thing that, that they put the food with the vendors. Right, so you have one room where you want to go as a delegate because there's food and also there's interesting vendors, right? And the the variety is like, normally if you go to a web dev conference, you've got like the content management people, you've got the the main vendors of whatever product the conference is, is circled around, in this case, Adobe and, and Lucy, you know, like mm-hmm. as the main vendors. But also they've had a company that does IoT stuff. So they've got like 3D printers printing out whistles and stuff like that. Did, did any of the whistles work? Uh, yes, you have to blow very hard. <laughs> Do you have yours with you? I have mine with me. Let, let's see if, if we can put it on uh, on tape. And this is, we'll get... Yeah. There you go, it actually works. It's 3D printing, man. It's going to change the world. Print- <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not going to change uh, the world of whistles, but uh, yeah, no, it's really impressive. I mean... I think the Acme Whistle Company are quaking in their boots. Yeah. <laughs> I think not. Um, but what else? Um, what else? Uh, oh, the hotel. Not a bad hotel. Yeah, standard. Um, uh, Great actually, setting. What, what's ironic is this the first conference that I get to the venue. The venue's closer to the airport than the hotel. Normally, I go to the hotel and the, and the venue's in the hotel or something. Yeah, that I, I mean, I was chatting to a couple of people. I now understand why it is, but again, for context, the hotel is like a 10-minute drive from the actual conference center, yeah. which is kind of cool. It does mean you just got to be a bit organized. Yeah. Because you can't just hop back to your room when you realize that yeah. you've lost your lightning cable, for example. Oh, yeah, exactly. So you have to come straight back. So Mishi Nat has just arrived. So we're going to have to take a little pause and actually talk with Mishi. Hello, Mishi. Thank you so much. Hi, Mark. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for organizing what we have just been talking about what an awesome conference it is and what an awesome venue it is because you've chosen a venue that's literally at the airport, yeah. which means that people from all over Germany and all over Europe can just fly in, go straight to the conference, no messing. Yeah. 
and absolutely was this <laughs> planned um, <laughs> um yeah more, more or less uh, when when i remember back there when we had uh, the cf camp in gamering where i'm living in <laughs> okay um this is about one hour away uh, from uh, the airport with uh, the train okay and um, right, right. Unfortunately, this is just horrible because you really uh, you're losing one hour. Mm. And the second problem we had in Gamering is that we have no hotels at all. So we yeah, so yes, you remember, you remember, yeah. yeah. So um, you have to be in Munich, right? Um, sorry, you have to stay in Munich and then like travel um, out to yeah, Gamering. Exactly. Yes. So we, we we had a bus transfer that arrived too late and something like this. this and I was. I remember when I was at the, at the venue and, um, okay, it is about 10 minutes to start the program and no one was there. <laughs> and I was, an I was really, I, yeah, empty conference, well done. Yeah. And I was really scared and uh, then suddenly everybody arrived and I was told that there was an accident with the bus oh. and this was just a horror. And so um, we needed something different. Right. And a friend of mine suggested uh, the Municon at the Munich airport. And when I've seen it the first time, it was like, wow, because um, the rooms were exactly the size we needed. Um, we have a, a very interesting restaurant with uh, three sides with glass, mm -hmm. uh, with a beautiful view over the airport. Right. Especially in the evening, um, all everything is illuminated and so on. And you, you, you're, you have the flair of the, the airport. Um, you know, planes are starting and landing all the time. and. Uh, this was the point where I said, okay, this is the right location. Great idea. Well, I should rewind a little bit back, because how long have you been doing CF Camp? Uh, I've been talking um, with, uh, with Chris yesterday about this. And the first time uh, CF Camp, um, you also remember, it was uh, in Munich and it was run by Chris Schmitz. Right. It was 2008. Oh my God, so next year is 10 yes, years. Yeah, oh. exactly. But um, uh, after this conference, we had, uh, I think, a break of one or, or two years. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. And then we had a, we had a conference uh, in the middle of Munich uh, where, uh, um, in, I don't know, it was, a, it was a room that was provided by, by insurance or something like that. And we had one talk with, uh, uh, one session, uh, one day with about 50 people or something like that. And um, at the end of the day, I was sitting um, down at the, at the bar with uh, some guys. With uh, Gerd was there, and you, you know, Michi Offner was there. And These we said, are guys from Lucy. You know, the, the usual suspects. Yeah. And, yeah. and we said, okay, we need we need to do that again because it, this was the, the the first time in this kind of, of uh, configuration, and it was already a blast. And we said, okay, we have to do that again. Well, and the next thing was, okay, um, venue in Germering, uh, City Hall, two days, um, 26 talks. On it was a very tracks. interesting venue. It's like, it, it was like the City Hall, like you felt like singing yeah. opera as well as doing a presentation. It is. It, it is the venue was more like a theater than, yeah. a, than uh, a conference uh, center. And yeah, this was quite interesting. And uh, we also had uh, a lot of space for sponsors and everything was fine and it, it ran very well except the hotel situation you know and the mm. distance to the airport and but this is yep. exactly the opposite of that because uh the hotel is a bus right away there's the, the they put the, yeah. the buses uh there's taxis because it's an airport so if you need <laughs> yeah, to get back yeah, exactly 
the, I mean, apart from the from the usual congestion of everyone trying to catch the same bus to get the, <laughs> yeah. to the conference, uh, which I think you can't help. But I mean, even the 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 hotel. I mean, it's it's an airport hotel, right? But it so they used to serving lots of people. You're not getting like this weird congestion of like a small hotel somewhere yeah because yeah. i remember it was a little bit weird one of the the Germering hotels <laughs> yes, it was more like they, they were pretty uh, surprised to have a guest <laughs> yes. you know? exactly um uh, but no 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 this is a, a great venue and um so just give us a background so what do you do um, by day, you're not a conference organizer all the time, are you? No, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, <laughs> no, I'm doing this only once a year before. <laughs> no, um, doing it very well. Basically, basically, I'm I'm a, a freelancer developer. Okay. Um, I'm a, a programming for oh god, for about twenty euros right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I started with uh, some traditional things like uh, Pascal, if someone can remember. Yeah, uh, and and Old Delphi, like, I think, is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have the Pascal is Old Delphi, right? And also, and also uh, with C and C++. Mm-hmm. And um, I was working for, for Siemens. Okay. And uh, then I was, uh, was driving in, um, uh, in the train to the cinema with my girlfriend and was talking with her about, um, well, it's... I need something different, you know. It's it's not not a lot of fun to work for Siemens there mm. at that time. And uh, then um, the guy next to me uh, said, "Hey, um, sorry for interruption, but um, my son-in-law has a company and he's always looking for people." Okay. And then I worked for the, for this company for about seven years. Mm-hmm. So this was just amazing, and I learned a lot. Uh, I was coding. Um, I was coding with a fourth dimension. Yes, that is the look I always get. <laughs> yeah, this is a look from on a podcast, basically. I think it's a what? Um, yes, uh, there is a uh, there is, is a, a program system called Fourth Dimension, uh-huh. which is basically um, a database including the the IDE. And at this time, this was absolutely fantastic. This is just before called Fusion when you take off, wasn't it? Uh, it was. Well, it was. For, uh, for some reason, I, I have a feeling that there were comparisons between fourth dimension and called Fusion. Or yeah, maybe maybe because up. they they uh, also the guys from uh, from uh, fourth dimension realized oh there is something that is called internet, <laughs> and they started they started to enable some modules for for doing. Yeah, they implemented a web server and uh, they translated the, the IDE to a web page, uh, which was very, very strange. Okay. Um, I mean, now we're doing this all the time, right? We've got web-based apps all the time, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And now there's IDEs out there like Fiddle and JS Fiddle. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. totally. But, oh my God, they were ahead of it, of the yeah. curve. And then, I, um, and then I wanted to do something different <laughs> and wanted to do something more with, uh, with internet. Mm-hmm. And then I changed to a to a company that I was doing uh, only um, well. I, what did it do? Uh, an internet web shop, but a really big database. And this was the moment where I learned ColdFusion for the first time. And I was my first installation of ColdFusion was 
installation of Cold Fusion 4 with floppy disks. Oh yeah, I remember so, that. The, 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 the hand holding the bolt, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. So people remember only the someone says, oh, a printed safe icon, this is the floppy disk, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah, um, what Mitchie is talking about is, I think it's been doing the round, someone actually pulled out a, a floppy disk and their kid said, hey, you did a 3D printed version of the save icon, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Children nowadays, they know nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and well, this was my career starting with uh, CFML. Oh right, and um, I was working there for three years, and then I um, was self-employed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and th since then, I'm I'm a freelancer and enjoying it. Uh, absolutely, yes, absolutely. Because we did a whole it. episode on like different forms of employment, and I think the, the the most I've enjoyed is actually running a company, being a freelancer, and, and being like a. You know, like you are in charge of your destiny, sort of thing. You know. Yeah, it, it is like the, this. Um, of course, you're you're always hunting for projects. That right. Is, uh, it's not as easy as uh, as people think. Yeah. You know, when when I say, oh, I'm a freelancer, say, oh, you're you have millions of dollars, and you know, it's not like that. Yeah, it's it's really like hunting for projects. No, but don't tell them that. You have to, you have to tell the people that are employed, saying it's brilliant. I get up when I want. I go to bed when I want, I work when I want, and everyone pays me for all that time. Yeah. Lie. Don't tell them the truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do that for next time. Um, well, and it's like, it's like um, yes, I'm doing that uh, for about 20 years on, right now, and um, um, it's, I, I still love it. Every day, really. It's, it's brilliant. Awesome. <laughs> and that was Michael Nat, the awesome uh, organizer of CF Camp. Um, so, what was in CF Camp? Let's go over some of the sessions. So, first day we had the keynote by Adobe, the, the Adobe keynote, which was actually pretty entertaining. He, I, uh, I didn't go. You didn't go. No. So, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll quickly cover it. He he did the analogy of him. Uh, he had a great photograph of. Um, Adam Savage from Mythbusters staring into a ball, I think, and uh, Rakshith and Naresh did a, a great impression of Adam Savage, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, and he went through the product roadmap of Adobe uh, Cold Fusion 2016, 2018 that they're now working on, and all the well, it's codenamed Ether, and uh, saying who's actually using Cold Fusion. He had loads of great statistics. Uh, basically, something around 50% of the Fortune fi uh, 500, about 75% of Fortune 100 companies. That would follow, yes. Uh, yeah, 500, 100. I can't remember with the order that. Uh, I, admit, I didn't make note of the, the stats, so please look at his slides rather than uh, emailing us. Uh, at. Uh, and if you do want to tell us uh, that we're wrong, email us at show at localhost.fm or send us a tweet at localhost.fm if I am actually wrong. Um, and you were saying what's the draw uh, about Corfusion. Corfusion has actually been taking a lot of uh, uh, gambles in new technology. So before there was jQuery and all these other things, they actually did um, the whole bunch of WYSIWYG and AJAX tags, which now we can laugh at, but they were taking a gamble back then that this whole front-end development was going to take off, and it did take off. And of course, now those tags are deprecated, but they allowed a whole bunch of developers to that did not know anything about the front end to start getting into it, right? Yeah, and I think it was kind of the the next. It was the next high point in Cold Fusion's life was actually the introduction of uh, kind of the 
uh, what was it? it's like CF data grid and I can't remember what the tags were now sure it's been that long yeah it's um, been a while but yeah so you know building out a business dashboard was now uh, it was like oh it's five I, minutes I, right I'm able to um, actually do it and now of course now we look back on those going oh silly technologies in the same way that we're having an argument earlier about me saying that email should be improved uh, as a protocol but no it, it was a thing of the time yeah, and over the time it was good, but it's yeah time to move on. Right, um, and and they're taking these gambles on new technology, and that's that's what they're doing. I mean, uh, they did uh, they've added web sockets, which hasn't taken off as much as it should because it's a beautiful technology, but uh, as well as a whole bunch of other stuff that I don't want to go into. Um, the next session, I'm not sure if you were there. I went to the tools for improving your CFML code quality by Kai Koenig. Uh, no. Did you make it? Were you still in bed, Rob? No, no, I made the first session, I think. Right. What was the other track? Um, I don't have it in front uh, of me. I do. Um, I was just spooning for time. Yeah, I went to see Matt talk about OAuth 2. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, how is Kai's... Th- that was Kai's actually very interesting. What, there's been a tool around for ages that I don't think many people know about, or maybe I didn't know about, uh, and I'm just saying that people didn't know about, which is CF Lint, which is part of it. It's a linting tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was kind of going through the reasons of on how to measure improvements to, to code. So the metrics that are around that. So how we measure the quality of code. So this is kind of, does it stop just short of static analysis? No, it does static analysis. So it's static analysis, it's sure. standards enforcement, yeah. it's all the stuff that you I expect mean, but to have. The good thing about his presentation wasn't just like, here's, here's the code, here's the CFLint. It was like, how, what should we measure and how do we measure that? So for example, amount of uh, pathways through code um, and various other things. So yeah, no, it's, it's one of those things that, that it's a great takeaway. I'm now playing around with the tool and in other sessions that mm-hmm. I should have maybe should have been paying attention, I ended up like building the, the tool and actually doing, you know, <laughs> like running it through some code and then going coming up with, but, but it's beautiful code, but why are you telling me that I should do it? But it's something that I think everyone should be doing. Right. I actually have to ask Kai if he's got a, a Sublime Linter plugin for CF Lint. Uh, Sublime Lint, yeah. yeah. Yeah? So this is like if you use Sublime, De- Sublime Text, then yeah. you probably have Sublime Linter installed. And, yep. and that's exactly modular. that. That's so, exactly yeah. what it Amazing. is. Amazing. Um, All you have to do is give it a path to the jar once you've installed. So you install yeah. three things, right? You install Sublime Linter, which you probably have installed if you're doing JavaScript or CSS or whatever. Or anything. Or anything, really. Uh, then the next tool is the uh, CFLint Sublime plugin, which just is basically a, a redirector for that. Yeah, and then and, you install the jar. And then you just download the jar and, yeah. you, put, and you, you point the path to it. And then awesome. it just automatically lints. You can, you can set it up to lint in the background. And well, CFLint anyway, you can define how many linting parameters you want to do, how long you want function names to be, if you want camel casing of your variables or not, or you need to have underscores or whatever you, you define in your linting. So, yeah, it's awesome. It just works pretty well. It didn't take me very long to do it. Awesome. So, yeah, as I said, I went to see uh, Matt Gifford, um, mm-hmm. who did a presentation on OAuth 2. Okay. Um, and to be honest, in the CF world, I think this is kind of a space that Matt kind of owns. 
um, because uh, those who think back a bit will remember that Matt authored the very, in fact, the Twitter library for Cold Fusion. Right. So yeah, no, he's a, he is the API guy in yeah. the Cold Fusion world. Um, and um, yeah, it was basically. I mean, I've done all two implementations. Um, it was succinct. Um, there were a couple of really nice tricks that I'll come back to in a second. Um, but yeah, it was a, a classic case of a developer who knows the subject inside out and backwards presenting that knowledge to a room full of people in a really easy to understand, follow and digest way. And that's what you want, right? Yeah. Because you want people to, to leave with good in information, be slightly entertained at least, because this is not university after all, this is not school, this is a conference, and you want people to be uh, invigorated by a subject. And it was definitely entertaining. One of the things that I've never quite worked out how to do but when I'm doing sessions is make them funny. <laughs> make um, it funny, right. But hey, um, people laugh anyway. I think they're laughing at me. <laughs> they're laughing with you, Rob. They're laughing with you. Yeah, so um, the one thing that I would say is um, it was an immediate validation of why conferences like this are valuable, even if you think, you know, I'm a grizzled veteran dev. You know, I've spent decades writing this software thing. Um, you will always get something new and you will always get something that like adds value. Right. Um, and in Matt's talk, it was the use of uh, JWT, JSON Web, web Tokens, okay. um, as part of the OR2 Access Token. Um, and it's a really subtle thing. If you want the actual details, to go and have a look at Matt's slides, it's really clear. Um, but yeah, that was absolutely brilliant. You know, a full-on kind of like micro light bulb moment. I'd never thought of doing that. Yeah. Fantastic. Hopefully, so, we'll... I don't know. We'll try and have a look in the show notes to link some of these talks. If we can, they'll be on SlideShare. And if I was going to say, yeah, if, they, if they're uploaded already, I know that some people haven't done them yet, yeah. um, but we'll, we'll collate as best we can. Yeah. If not, I'm sure that Mishi will actually be doing the same on the uh, CF Camp website. Yeah, exactly. So. You can go to cfcamp.org if you need to go and do all of that. So what was after uh, Matt Gifford's presentation... What else did you see? Uh, I don't know. Again, I need to refer to... This is the scary thing. It's like two days. Yeah. But, um, okay, but I didn't see anything. Okay. Because I had, after Matt's presentation, had a slight <laughs> crisis of, um, not conscience, confidence, and realized that I probably needed to polish my own presentation right. that I was doing later thing, in the day. Right? That's so the thing when you I skipped yeah. um, two sessions, one by Andrew Jackson on uh, Clojure, uh, and one by Aaron Benton on Couchbase. Did you go right. to either of those? I went to the Clojure one by Andrew Jackson. That was an interesting one. It's, a, it's an introduction to Clojure. Um, some of it went a little bit over my head, but it's functional programming to at its best. Is like it, it, it's the Clojure is the language that they use to do data processing essentially, and it's very aimed at the you know not small data, not big data, the the middle-sized data, <laughs> the just right, just, you know, just right data, the, the, the not too hot, not too cold, the just right kind of data, which is probably what everyone's doing because not everyone's parsing terabytes of data all the time, right? So I think this this is why everyone's using it. Um, it was very good. Uh, I think it's his first present presentation. So um, I've not seen him before, but that yeah. doesn't mean much because I don't. Oh, get he did out a much, but really good job on it. Um, awesome, and. But I was just going to say, like with your presentation, because that was the next one I went to see, but it's, it's the usual thing, right? So if you're doing a presentation at a conference, you miss out a whole bunch of stuff up until you give your presentation. 
because then you've given your presentation. Now you can relax, right? Yeah, and then you're free. free. Uh, and then you're free to do whatever you want to do. Okay, so um, we broke for lunch, which was amazing. I think we've we made that point yeah. clearly <laughs> enough. Uh, came back. I was still tinkering with my presentation, so I didn't go to either of these two either. Uh, um, which one. Uh, and we had mega migration and adventure story. Uh, and this was uh, Bukowski and Lehman. Yeah, I didn't like see that one. Heading. No, or the TF So you didn't see them either. Oh, I was preparing for something. Uh, <laughs> I was preparing for the Codemaster stuff. Uh, I was doing. All... We'll come on to that in a second. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then, then I caught a skating the web, a field guy for normal software teams by uh, uh, the, our own Rob Dudley. Yeah, I heard that was terrible. This, <laughs> no, it was, it was very good. I, I mean, this is not to give. Uh, Flattery to my co-host, but it was actually very good. And I was very say, a risk that this turns into uh, something of a kind of backslapping session. The one thing I will say is, um, listeners to the podcast will remember that we did the whole thing on uh, conferences, right? Why you should go to them, how you should speak at them, um, and I literally broke every single kind of guideline that we suggested for speakers. <laughs> I was tinkering with my slides. I hadn't done time run through. Right. I, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, do as I say, not as I do, right? Exactly. Um, that completely bit me. I, I ran long. And that's I wasn't like looking a at the crime time. in the conference world because everybody's desperate to get outside, but, uh, grab a coffee and what have you. To be honest with you, I think the, the, the people that are really getting annoyed about that are the conference organizers because they're trying to finish you up so that the next... Well, yeah, yeah you've got in somebody coming in off the back of you. Right. Although, to I be was fair, fairly interested, so I didn't notice the time. And To be fair, the guys before me also went long, so that was an awkward right. but yeah. yeah. Um, and then we had, um, well, we had, uh, again, two amazing sessions. Uh, we had a Framework 1 session. Right. Uh, uh, and that was... Um, Presented by uh, uh, CF Mitra, who, CF Mitra, who, who's, who's uh, the Twitter god. He, he sends out li- little tweets of everyone's sessions at conferences. He's excellent. Uh, the Mitra, guy, the, the Mitra soft guys are uh, in, in the house. Yeah, like, awesome they were representing guys. hard. They were representing hard. They were awesome. They had great T-shirts. Um, I went to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna butcher his surname, but Evagoras Teralombus. Close enough. Close enough. I'm sorry, Evergoris. <laughs> sorry, we do this a lot. Yeah. Um, so this was um, uh, building, building apps. apps for Alexa. Alexa. That's right. And what's interesting, I've just come back from NC DevCon and I saw another presentation about building apps for Alexa, uh, which was entertaining, but Evergoris did it so well that it was like, okay, so these are the steps. This is how you build it. He'd explained it so well. And I've got to say, Alexa's looks really good I'm still dubious about having something listening to me uh, apart from you listeners uh, at home all the time but well, I think I, it's bizarre because I've got one I bought an Echo Dot oh did you um, to do some kind of like tinkering or what have you the software development kit is stunning um, so That's the stuff that Amazon gives you in terms of because I think you can do skills in either Node or Java okay um, and it all runs on their kind of Lambda serverless architecture right um, you set up the developer account submit it and everything they give you the resources that they put behind that are immense at the same time I'm totally on the fence as to the value of personal assistants that you talk to yeah I don't I don't like talking to people and let alone inanimate uh, assistants I mean we never understand me. I say we have one at home it's plugged in um, and the only thing we ever do is Alexa 
Tell me a joke. Well, that's enough. That's it. That's the I'm really hoping I just triggered a, a couple, <laughs> at least a couple. Someone's been li- listening to this podcast on their Alexa device. And they're going to get all recursive. Oh. oh, no, they're going to insert a joke into our own podcast. So they're going to think we're funnier. That's brilliant. Yeah, no. That's doesn't um, So after Alexa, I think, were we both in the same session at this point? Um, after Alexa, I was in the same room. Uh, actually, I think... I think I went off to prepare for the thing that we shall talk about later. Okay, because, yeah. Um, so I went to see, uh, this is... Goost? Uh, Goost. Yes, Goost. There's kind of a, a in there somewhere. Goost Neuenhaus. Um, who um, was... If you ever get the chance to see this guy present, do, because he is so enthusiastic. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, um, well, he was... He and was he was doing, doing something really cool on Bitbucket Pipelines. Okay, which I haven't heard of, but I saw the end of it and went, wait a minute. Yeah, it? so this is kind of like combining serverless with CI. Um, it's like you can basically write something very similar. I think it's based on Docker. Okay. So you write like a something that looks very much like a Docker file, Docker Compose file. Right. I, I came um, in at the end of that session. And yeah. So I come into the end of a punchline of a joke, and then you're going like, oh, right, that looks like a Docker file, but yeah. you're doing loads of things. So you get um, the Docker Compose, every commit you make to um, a repository will trigger a new build. Okay. Um, so you can basically script out all of your Docker um, tasks that it will you know, do all the dependency management, spin up an entire production instance, run all of your tests, run all of your static analysis, and basically give you a green or red light. Okay. But after it's done, it just tears all that crap down again. Oh, fantastic. So, so you're not paying for like, hosting. Yeah, um, and it's, it's a really interesting approach. It's currently, um, I think it's still fairly new. Is it, is it alpha, though? It's not alpha, no. It's I beta? believe it's not even in beta. Um, oh, they've actually done a, a final release. Um, okay, so, oh, the, right, so it's a production. It only, I believe it only works if you use Bitbucket as uh-huh. your, like, and this is well, this is by Bitbucket. So. Bitbucket hosted. So this is Atlassian's cloud offering, um, which some people won't use. You know, um, they have a server yeah. offering that you can install or what have you. Okay. And if you can get hub your to, shit out. To be luck. fair, Bitbucket is, shares a lot of the corporate market because you got Jira, you got Bitbucket, and you've yeah, got... Yeah, well, the entire Atlassian right? product suite is aimed at professional software development teams. Yeah. Pipelines is an absolute gem. So yeah. I would say, if you want, uh, you know, check out uh, Goose's slides again, we'll try and find them. Yeah. Failing that, just go and check out Pipelines. Uh, yeah, they're amazing. Too. Fantastic. And then uh, we had a coffee break, and then some joker stood up in front of a room full of people and started talking about GraphQL. Yeah, that was me. Sorry about that. <laughs> I made a boob, no. Yeah, so I was talking about GraphQL, um, which is kind of annoying because I wanted to go to another session that was <laughs> at the time that I was doing my presentation. Maybe I should have asked us, can we just swap round or something? I mean, again, we've said that you, you get this as an attendee, you always get the uh, the conflict. Yeah. As a speaker, you're really shit out of luck, right? You can't yeah. be like, actually, I'm just going to go over there. No. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, um, important things I learned from your presentation. Uh, GraphQL okay. is awesome. Yes. Yeah, but we already kind of knew that. Um, Luke Skywalker has been in five Star five. Wars films. Yes, five, not four. Uh, and I'm guessing now six, but that yeah, one hasn't be been released. Six. It will yeah, be no, six. That's yeah. December, right? So I don't know Hashtag when this is going spoilers. out. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they know he's going to be in it. He's in the trailer, so I think well, he's he was in also. It. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Um, and again, it's it's. A, a, another classic case of 
um, in this case a fairly up and coming concept GraphQL is still new to a lot of people mm-hmm. um, presented good examples um, good use cases uh, just a shame you didn't change the hashtag on your last slide oh man so cool like I've been so busy Busted. and it was like uh, NC DevCon hashtag at a CF camp <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to put one place I'm going to put that hashtag in one place right at the beginning and be done with it um, but yeah, so no, I think that went well, and that was quite a quite a sprint for me because I, I did that presentation, and then we went straight on, like an hour later or something like that, to set up for last show. Codemasters. Codemasters. That like in the future people will have already listened to it. Yeah, this is weird. This is weird. It's an episode out of time that it's we're like. like yeah, yeah, back to the future. Weird. So, so the last episode that you heard was Codemasters. So I was preparing for that. Um, you know how well that went because yeah. you've of course listened to it listened to it uh, um, so the less said about that the better yeah uh, so uh, I say that was I mean that was good fun um, yeah, and again fun. it's one of those things that obviously thank you very much to um, Mishi for allowing us yeah. to do it I, I just got some but also if you're organising a conference do something fun yeah you know, it's not all about. It, fair enough, it is all about the beer, but it's, all, it's not just all about the beer. It's all. It's you all can, about the beer and the learning and the fun. Yeah, you can so always slot in something that's entertaining. Ask around. You've got a bunch of people who just like the sound of their own voices. They'll <laughs> probably be more than happy. Exactly. Um, okay, so uh, day two. Day two. Yeah. So day two started out with the Lucy keynote, which is so that you got Adobe and Lucy, which are the both the big sponsors of the conference. Uh, I'm not sure the levels probably gold sponsors, so therefore they get uh, keynotes, yeah, right? both gold this year. Um, and so <laughs> platinum. I mean, platinum. Told. Oh, platinum. Awesome. I, I want to be a titanium gold. sponsor. I want to be like one up. Well, I don't yeah. even have to. Titanium T31. Oh, that's uranium T31, isn't yeah. it? Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, let's so not platinum. Hairs Let, or let's atoms. not split hairs or, or atoms. Um, Sorry, too much of a pun. Um, and yeah, that was very interesting. We were talking about the roadmap again. It, I mean, the, these are two product companies talking about the roadmap. About the, again, about the I have to say, I didn't make it. Yeah, no, I mean, it is a hard day. But to be fair, this conference is very nice to you because they do the day two keynote at 10 a.m. Yeah. Which is not like American conferences, like 8 o'clock. I know you were out drinking last night, so you have to suffer. But there was like a 10 o'clock Or in, the in my case, just skip the keynote. Yeah, or skip the keynote. No, it was very interesting, though. Uh, he explained the structure of the company, how many releases there are. And they have been very productive little bunnies over there, uh, doing a release every couple of months. Um, they've got like a, you know, they're doing like a couple of months sprints or a month sprint. And they're doing, that was very nice. Um, and very nice. Is it very nice? It was a very nice <laughs> lovely. presentation. It was lovely. They, they, they presented very nicely. Uh, yeah, okay, so this might get a little bit long, because I think at this point we were in pretty much opposite tracks for most of the day. Right, yeah, so, so for day two... Quick I, summary, uh, yeah. I went to the IoT talk Oh. Um, by I, Dorian Schnelzer from Allnet. Okay, right. Um, and that was interesting, in the best possible sense of the word. There was a load of information about IoT, yeah. history, legacy, where it's come from, where it's going. Um, I'm not going to lie, I, I struggled a little to work out where he was going with the, the talk okay. um, at first, 
Um, and then he actually kind of tied it all together. His company, Allnet, um, produces a bunch of kind of um, home automation project, mm-hmm. uh, home automation products, okay. and alerting. And again, he there was some Alexa stuff in there. They built an Alexa skill that works with all of their right. toolkit, which is um, the IoT yeah. of the IoT world. And there was some some quite cool stuff. There was uh, an example of like an IoT security vulnerability that okay. uh, involved LoRaWAN. Um, oh, the hard, hard um, monitors, wasn't it? The, no, the this was the parking sensors. And like oh, replaying the parking sensor data if you've got a software-defined radio. So basically, it was a nerd fest, and it was amazing. <laughs> also, the first time I've heard the word smart toilet uttered at a software conference. Because so far, it's always been dumb toilets, right? Yeah. But, um, uh, and I went to the Coldbox 5 hierarchical MVC, Transforming Your Monolith by Lewis Mahana. Um... Um, there was also, oh wait, so while that was happening, there was a precise CMS that neither of us went to because no. I think I was dipping into the IoT. I was, I was loitering by the door, couldn't see a seat, and so I was in and out of that one. But um, Yeah, so Don Watson was doing um, a kind of deep dive on Preside, right? Yeah, because they are another Preside uh, and Pixelate are another sponsor of CS Camp. Camp. So they got, they got a talk. <laughs> Okay, so uh, second session, and this again we split, so I mean, uh, I can do a really quick summary because there's not yeah, much yeah. to say. I went to see um, Dr. Robert Reinemann, okay. um, who's um, a CISSP, oh, cybersecurity. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it was a cybersecurity deep dive, uh-huh. um, some of the risks, some of the work that they've been doing, or what he's been doing with his company. Um, I'm not going to go into any detail because security is one of those things that, not security, but like enterprise um, corporate security mm-hmm. is one of the things that either you have to care about and therefore actually care about or you don't give a crap about mm. um, the one thing I will say is really? it was but, but there's, there's, well I guess corporate cyber security is one thing but yeah, yeah. it was is that, a, is that a kind of presentation that you, you leave out cold because you know that all your data belongs to us, you know? A little bit. But it's also, you know, if you're not at a certain level as an organization, um, you're probably not worried about implementing, um, you know, security standards per se. You'll, right. you'll follow the OWASP guidelines and you're pretty much like, yeah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of developers will be like, well, actually, I just do best practice, but this is somebody else's problem. Um, that said, um, what Dr. Robert did um, was um, an amazing data-driven presentation. There was a lot of kind of facts and information about the current state of play. I saw some stats in this conference. I don't know who it was, but I saw one slide and I looked at it and go like, that's wrong. We've been told yesterday that this stats were actually wrong and they were shown in in another presentation. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, that was amazing for me because it's an area that I'm actually quite passionate about and what have you. Mm -hmm. I think by and large, if you're not into security, there wasn't much there for you. But right. hey, meanwhile, meanwhile, back in the at, other room, in the other room, I was in Coldbox Five Hierarchical MVC, and I was in the room with the best Wi-Fi. Because I, I think, sorry, you mean the room with Wi-Fi? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a binary situation that you either have it or you don't. And I had it. It's great. So, um, but yeah, it's Luis Mahano, uh, and this was actually a continuation from the previous day's session that I couldn't make. So he was talking about legacy apps and how you, you can restructure them to make them non-legacy because legacy is not legacy, it's like living code and no one wants to work on it, but you can restructure it. And he was talking how in Coldbox 5, 
I, I don't know if it's like specific to Cobox Cloud, but methods for for planning and restructuring your app, and this whole idea of having mini MVC little containers. Cobox is an event-driven framework, so mm -hmm. what you can do is have like here's my main app, but I can have like different versions of my sub apps. It was pretty interesting. Uh, I would just go and get into Cobox and have a look at it. His presentation was pretty detailed, um, and I had Wi-Fi. Yeah. Cool. And then after that, lunch uh, again. Lunch. Oh yeah, of course. It was Which like was still lunch. amazing. Still amazing. Really delicious. Yep. And did frankly, we mention the hot dogs? As, we did not uh, mention the hot dogs. Uh, we'll cycle back to the hot dogs. It's now a high point of the conference, surely. We did one of. We have to say that the, the hot dogs were amazing. So day one. Sorry, I'm rewinding, but we have to say day one they had hot dogs. They had the party and hot dogs. They had the cocktail bar, heavy-handed. Uh, mixologist and they had a hot dog stand um, it apparently was meant to be an authentic like New York City hot dog stand but it wouldn't fit in the lift <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so regardless they Planning brought up all wrong. the hot dogs all the trimmings and what have you yeah, yeah. that was amazing and frankly, after a couple of those cocktails, you had to eat something. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, so yeah, we uh, back to day two. Lunch was amazing, and again, we we diverge, I believe. Yeah. Well, there was um, a swap round. So, uh, Gert Franz from Lucy uh, had swapped um, in a day. So he was talking about building your own debug templates. Now, I don't know if how many people here do Cold Fusion, or you don't, or Lucy, in fact. But Lucy, you, you can actually define your own debugging templates now. The great thing about that is that you can say what information you want to show, you can edit, you can cut and slice the information as you're debugging your app, which is fantastic. Um, and he was showing us how to do that, and it's kind of like a beat, kind of a loose code demo. It's like less slides mm -hmm. and more, more like Just here kind of is how you do it. the thing. And yeah. I mean, sometimes so, that's quite cool. I do think that a lot of conferences, a lot of presenters get really focused on a rigid like slide, slide, slide demo, slide, mm -hmm. slide, slide, slide demo. And sometimes I think there is a bit of a space for something that's a bit more freeform. Yeah, I, th I think because the slide, slide, slide demo thing is more like, here's a context, now let me show you how it works, right? But if you'd like, these are debug templates. You know that there's debug templates because if you're in this room, you have already passed the bar of, of, and it was packed out, by the way. There was a packed out room. Every seat had someone in it and there was people sitting down in the corridor. Well, it's because so, it had Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, that's, no, no, they were watching. Like, I was the only guy that was <laughs> oh, like, sorry, go. download. Sorry. No, I, I was download CF Lint and it was like, oh my God, I've got to go. Um, yeah, so I watched that one. Did you go to the Kafka? I did. And what um, was that And like? this was, um, again, I have this kind of major passion for talks where they introduce a new tool. Okay. Um, what is Apache Kafka? Apache Kafka is basically, um, it's a, a stream management system, Okay. but you so can like think of it files. as like a queue. Okay. So it's a bit like, it's in the same way that queue? kind of, yeah, because everything is sequenced and oh, that's right. how it works. So it's, it's not like a FIFO, um, okay. it's actually just a queue of indexed things. And it's completely language agnostic, you just mm. connect to it, so you mm. treat it like you would a database or what have you. Um, but um, this was basically presented by uh, David, and again, apologies, I think Sedino? Sedeno? Sedeno. Sedeno. Fernandez. Spanish is terrible. Yeah. Um, I say his name is David Sedeno Fernandez. Yeah. Nice. Um, and he's been using this in production, and that showed. 
because he started by pretty much taking the internals out of Kafka and sticking them on the screen. He walked through every bit, and he did this in like 20 minutes. It was amazing. Okay. Every bit of how it works, all of the finer points, all of the stuff yeah. that you need to know with a new technology. Well, that's um, the stuff that you want videos for, you know? You want to follow that YouTube because you know that you're going to do it in about 40 minutes. Yeah. And if you can get um, something going in 40 minutes in your work day, that's like... And really yeah, so um, he didn't actually do a live demo. Um, no, but that's it, fine, it, right? it, it was more just, okay, this is how it works. This is how the publishing mechanism works. This is how scaling and sharding or partitioning as it is in Kafka works. This is uh, how you write consumers. And then he went through and demonstrated there's a, a CF uh, script wrapper around the Java client, yeah. the official Java driver, um, and a couple of use cases and done. Um, and it was stunning because I went into it thinking, well, I've got no idea what Kafka is. I kind of know what a stream is, but I'm not sure that this is going to be relevant. Right now, off the back of that presentation, it's one of those, I'm now looking for a project where I can use this kit, this, this software. New toys! New amazing. <laughs> well, that's great. That's, that's why you come to presentations, because people have yeah. been doing this and they can get the benefits from it. <laughs> Okay, so we are now into what's referred to in most conferences as the death slot. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, because it's kind of after lunch, okay. not directly after lunch. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just seen something. Now they have to see something else, and they're all tired and hungover. Yeah, I um, wanted. Uh, I don't know. I went to database security for developers by Ilya so Verbitsky. So. Um, the one thing I would say, Ilya clearly knows his stuff. Yeah, he definitely um, knows his stuff. The He's other thing working. I would say is, do me a favor, presenters all, if you're going to say something like database security, and you're going to focus on one database server, uh, put that in the title of your talk. Yeah, a SQL server database security. Yeah, because he did a massive, amazing run through how you configure secure SQL right. server, some of the vectors, some of the finer points. Mm. Um, don't use SQL server. There's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there that... Well, I, I mean, never mind the technology. I mean, what I would say is, if you're going to... He did, by the way, he did a great talk. It was fantastic. It was Using so SQL Server is, is very detailed. Um, but I would I would have split that talk out into, like, here are general concepts for any database. Yeah. And now and I'm going to go some specifics. That would so have been it, amazing. If you're bored of, like, the, the general... It's and easy for us to, to criticize with yeah. hindsight, et cetera. Exactly. Um, there were a couple of bits in that, again... It's constructive criticism. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> again, the light bulb moments, there are a couple of features that I wasn't aware of. Right. So the whole masking thing, Yeah, that's really cool. I, I kind of almost, almost wish I could use SQL Server just to use that. I'm not going to. Um, but yeah. Cool. Um, and? And then we had a coffee break, and then it was like the end. Well, it's the end. Well, it wasn't the end. It was Mura and Vue.js by Grant Shepard. Yeah. Who, uh, who did a closed the conference down. Yeah. I mean, he's a great presenter. I've got to say, he's... he's you know, he knows this stuff. He's the guy that's building it, so he knows this stuff inside out, right? Uh, but what I found interesting, I mean, it, as you can guess by the title, is Mira is a CMS, and it's written in Cold Fusion or is in, in, in CFML, this is a Lucy. I mean, it, it runs on, on CFML anyway, so both engines. But what they've been doing more and more is moving that back, so like the whole templating stuff. It's done in view. You're just using APIs. You don't really when that's see it, any call fusion. put a lot of effort into the JSON API, the REST API, so that you can, in theory, connect anything to it. And in this right. example, Grant was going through Vue.js. 
Um, but was nice enough to point out that actually you could do this with React, you could do this with Angular, you could do this with Ember, you could do right. this with whatever. Because he was just putting like uh, REST endpoints, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, unless you're... I went to basically validate my uh, initial impression of Vue. Okay. Um, I'm not using Mura massively. Probably not. I mean, I might have a play now that I've seen exactly how far it comes since I last I, I looked at it. I think out of CMSs, they are. I, I have a weird background in content management systems. I've built many, and that was my background. I was a content management guy uh, for many years. I have moved away a little bit from that, but that was my thing. And Mura is leap and bound over a lot of them. Is moving towards this area where it's. A, a, content a content management framework. Framework, thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. And uh, it actually manages it for people, but it's also frameworks so you can expand and do a whole bunch of apps and stuff out yeah. of it. Um, I mean, it so definitely it uh, warrants another look uh, yeah. from my perspective, and I will be, because frankly, I do a load of kind of like CMSE projects that are, they're not quite websites, but they're not quite web applications. They straddle that weird. Okay, so divide. like a bit more complex than WordPress, but less complex. Well, I mean, things I can get WordPress to do pretty much anything, but it's a question of how much work rule, right? I'm having to put into getting it to do that. Um, and also, I'm not going to lie, WordPress has served me very well, but there are some things it does not do well. Yeah. Scale, by the way, is one, one of them. Um, you, know, you can do it, but it takes work and effort and planning. Anyway, um, so I went, as I say, to see uh, the Vue.js part of this. Um, and yeah, it was the one thing I would say with Grant is his deck and his demos were immaculate. Yeah. I mean, by far and away, the most polished demos he got. you can link to them like, because it'll be really, that, that's yeah. really good stuff. Uh, it was basically amazing. Um, and yeah, at which point. This happened. So that well, brings that it up it. to now, isn't it? That well, was that's, actually, at which point we now end up in Mishi coming to tell us that, you know, it was a great conference, a nice closing remarks. Sometimes yep, you get yep. like overly long closing remarks. And. But he, what he did say is like, see you all next year, which means that CF Camp 2018 is a thing. It's a thing. It's going to be go. a decade, yeah. right? So it's going to be fantastic. Um, and that has brought us up down to the air bro. And, and so, yeah. So I think it's been an awesome conference, super enjoyable. Do it again. 10 out of 10 would attend again. Yep. And I would say that it's obviously it's CFML focused. But I would say to any developer who is actually interested in potentially exploring what CFML has to offer and looking at some of the tooling and, and what have you and wants to hang out with a, a cool bunch of people, um, yeah, when the 2018 tickets go on sale, give it serious consideration. Yeah. Um, also, like, if you think it's just because it's CF camp, the, it's not all about CF. We've just gone through some of the it's Apache Kafka. like. There's this whole bunch of presentations that are, are there that for the non-CF person, and that's because it's not just all about that. I think it's just a great conference. Yep, all absolutely. In. So that's been CF Camp 2017, uh, which will hopefully go back to our originally, regularly scheduled. Uh, I was say we'll, we'll be back to normal next month. Yeah, um, but I hope that um, our lovely listeners have enjoyed kind of a bit of an insight and a bit of silliness because life's too short to be serious, serious all the time. time. Yeah. Um, Next time. for me. Thank you very much. Good night. Good night.